Hello and welcome to Unauthorized Cinnamon, a Deadwood podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Herman. I'm Harry J. Perales, the other. And this week we have our very first special guest host, Mr. Chris Skelton. Hi, Chris. Hi, I'm your very first. You're the first guest we have. Shows you how many of these episodes I've listened to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for joining us, Chris. Uh, what's your what's your uh, sort of experience with Deadwood? Uh, well, I watched it probably seven or so years ago, well, eight, eight or so years ago now. I watched it with my girlfriend at the time um, in... She was the one that was really like, how have you not watched HBO dramas? And I was like, because I don't have HBO or, you know, however much money, you know, because this was before streaming services. These, these kids won't know, yeah. but yeah, we yeah. used to have to hustle for our HBO. I used to have to check them out at the library. Yeah, you used to have to. <laughs> and they would, yeah. They'd be on hold and I'd be like fourth in line and I'd be checking every few days to see if somebody just beasted it and I'd be moved up the number. Yeah, like it's like, hey, if you wanted if you wanted it on demand, you had to pay $70 for it. <laughs> a box set. Yeah, I was yeah. saying one of our first episodes, like uh, I watched it on Netflix and people are like, but HBO doesn't have shows on Netflix. I'm like, Children, we used to get our discs in the mail. Yeah, exactly. Our DVDs mm-hmm. in yeah, the mail. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they weren't Blu-rays back then. You know. I'll tell you. We do start off this episode, uh, see how smoothly I transition in, with a very good EB scene. <laughs> uh, well, first we see Jewel scrubbing the bloodstain mm-hmm. uh, off the floor, yeah. which, like, you, you kind of want to be like, really melt a bloodstain? <laughs> Well, like and I um, a damned spot. Yeah, like, really. <laughs> exactly. And I completely forgot um, that Jewel, like she's like real. She really has cerebral palsy. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That's yeah. an actress. Jerry Jewel. I, I was like, yeah. oh man, oh my god, she. Yeah, that's awesome. Like I don't know. Fantastic I actress. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah god, yeah. she's really doing that cerebral palsy well. No. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, that blood stain. You know, but like number one, it it exists for a perfectly reasonable. Uh, reason yeah uh and also it means a whole lot more than just you know the the conscience of al's violence like it comes right. to mean a whole lot more oh yeah for sure um, but we go upstairs and uh <laughs> al is telling dan like you need to find some other way of expressing interest in a girl than murdering a man <laughs> yeah 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 uh EB is really anxious. I do love how there's also like the way the camera whip pans to EB is also kind of jerky and anxious too. Okay. Like as soon as you realize that he's in the scene, it's like, Mars EB, he's talking now. <laughs> uh, What's y'all's general opinion of Dan, like as a person? As Dan a Doherty? Yeah. <sighs> it's very complicated. I mean, you know, there's, there's the things he does, mm-hmm. and then there's the sort of person he is. I think he's a very sweet loyal person yeah he's, he's got he's, loyalty but he also is he murders people yeah he's a murderer i think he's got yeah i think he's got one of those he's like you talk about journeyman murderer yeah you talk about the, the the like lack of expression i think that's like his major character flaw is he hasn't have a real good way to ex- explain himself to himself right. mm-hmm. i think which yeah. is kind of int- which i think is the interesting thing about it and um <clears throat> w earl brown who plays him mm-hmm. In, in this book, uh, David Milch's Stories from the Black Hills, they have like interviews with all the actors about their characters. Mm-hmm. And he describes Dan as 
uh, animal from the woods that wanders into <laughs> society. And he comes across Al Swearingen and he's like a smarter dog. And he's yeah. like, I can get more food if I follow that dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where he's coming from. And I think he's very much a, a creature of his times. Yeah. Oh, I can definitely see that now that you've mentioned it. And stuff, as, yeah. as much as that's kind of a cop out to be like, <clears throat> oh, that he was just following orders or like he's just a product of his times. Like, I, I, I think he's surviving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, in many other ways, a decent person. Yeah, I think he'd be an average, like, blue-collar Joe today, like, who maybe has some kind of, like, inarticulate ideas, but he really is a caring individual. And I think just the fact that he's in the Old West, he's this mon- sort of de facto monster because he doesn't really, like, he can't know any better because that's, yeah. where, he's, that's yeah. where he's at, you know? I'm just picturing hey, he's in the yeah, he's in the John Wick sequel, too. <laughs> yeah, everybody's in the John like sequel. Polishing a glass yeah. behind Ian McShane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, EB is very anxious to take action against the widow. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he comes up with uh, a plan of how to do them. He's like, uh-huh. what do you suggest we do, EB? He's like, murder them where they sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's a line like, Dan, give EB your knife. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, I won't wield the weapon. But I didn't know I won't. I won't wield the knife, but I will brandish a key and let you in. <laughs> like, and it has this whole thing about how they'll kill them, and we'll forge this false bill of sale, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll be rich, and we won't have to spend a single penny. Mm-hmm. And they both are just look the yeah. look on Dan's yeah. face. Bold, I suppose. But when boldness is called for, bold men do not shrink. That's what the B and E B finding stands for. Bold. You goddamn right. And then there's like gunfire outside, uh-huh. and EB looks terrified. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh god, no! <laughs> yeah, save me, save me, Jeebus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, the writers have come back. They've got vaccine from Cheyenne. So the uh, end of the smallpox is, is nigh. But not only, they come bearing not only vaccine, but news of a new treaty with the Sioux. Mm-hmm. So many historical events happening at once. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Red Cloud uh, is heading back, which that's such a badass name. Yeah, if Red Cloud. Were, if it weren't horrible cultural appropriation, I would like start a band called Red Cloud or something. That's goddamn <laughs> Red cool. Cloud's Revenge yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so Al's like, you better spend that money in my joint. And it's like uh, $10 across the board for all of them because they had that news. Yeah. And they said, God bless you, Mr. Swearingen. He says, well, not likely, but my short-term prospects just improved. Uh, so EB's still like, just say you're giving up, Al. And he's like, EB, look, don't. we need to not fuck this up because yeah. we're about to get filthy rich. Yeah. We're about to have a legal place and all these new people coming in now that the Sioux are gone. And uh, they're saying uh, they need to keep Bullock alive. Mm-hmm. Because Bullock is a perfect face for the camp. Mm-hmm. He's young and handsome. And what do they say? Like, you know, waving. He just wants to sell hardware and wave his pretty little face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> From all our sordid doings uh, over here. Yeah. It's like he's a perfect face for the camp because he's like an ex sheriff. He's, mm-hmm. you know, we need to like be friends with him. <laughs> yeah. <He's> foreshadowing. <laughs> yes. And then. Uh, <laughs> 
Al tells Johnny to go get Trixie. Johnny gives him the thumbs up. <laughs> the okay thumbs up? Yeah, he like gives him more than his... Yeah. And yeah. Al's like, that? what the fuck is this? <laughs> He's, he's lost his voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because like last episode when uh, Dan killed that guy, I was like, wait a minute, I thought that actor was like in all the... Oh, it's that guy. Yeah. You thought oh, you thought Johnny. he was Johnny? Oh. I thought he was Johnny because he John, had curly yeah. hair and a beard. Well, yeah, I was yeah. like, wait a minute. I can see that. I don't know. I Johnny like, oh, just wait, turned into this like, horrible <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If they killed Johnny Burns, I would throw my disc out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Burns, he's another one of my favorite characters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. He's, uh, an, he's another... Uh, yeah, he's he's another fool in a different way. <laughs> yes, you know, lovable. Like, what's that? You know what the narrative point of his voice being out is? Or there, I don't think there is one. Was he was he actually just sick that week when they were shooting? It could have been. It does sound like one of those things where, like, oh, he actually lost his voice mm-hmm. and we had to write it in. But yeah. I, I mean, who knows? Yeah. It happens. Totally- I have had to. Uh, I mean, yeah. Like as an actor, I've had like it's it's terrifying when your mm-hmm. voice goes out like that, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god, am I never gonna be able to talk again? Yeah. Am I gonna have to get a job in like finance now, where I just like communicate with sign language? <laughs> Heaven <numbers>? forfend. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> uh, so we go to the <clears throat> Bella Union, and Flora has come to Joni's room, and say, oh, I've seen something bad, and this is. Yeah, we we discussed in episode seven where like Flora has sized Joni up already. Mm-hmm. She knows exactly how to play her, and this is furthering this thing. And uh, Joni talks to Flora a bit. We're like, look, don't worry about it. Like, you can always kind of sense where things are going. You can steer things as much as you can. If it starts to get where you can't, and things are going to go bad, you can <clears throat> usually tell. You might smell something, and mm-hmm. you know, Flora says like, I, "I, I smell a little something in the moon." And just like, Miles couldn't though; he's dumb. Like he's, he's a, he's a <laughs> sweet dumb boy. Uh, so then Joni just like offers her to get in bed with her and mm-hmm. you know stay with her in the night. Um, and this is very, I can tell that whatever it is about Joni that spurs Flora into premature action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's one Flora knows I can push this lady around as much as I want. Mm-hmm. There seems to be something about Joni that makes Flora angry. Uh, I don't know if she doesn't want to actually be loved. Uh, Cause Flora's used to like we had said in the last episode, I feel like when Flora talks about her boyfriend back in Buffalo, that was uh, that rough to her mm-hmm. that had the ring of truth to me. I think that actually happened because I think Flora feels like she can confide in Joni. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wonder if, you know, that sort of person who's used to taking care of herself and robbing other people and has been smacked around by men before is afraid to let anyone else in. And the fact that she feels like she can let Joni in makes her defensive. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, and obviously, like, you know she's had she's met this person a thousand times right the like mm-hmm. the 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 madam that was like i remember when i was your age and probably mm-hmm. been condescended to by mm-hmm. a lot of those women and like like maybe i mean be, maybe being constantly underestimated all, even though that's the game that's mm-hmm. the like idea maybe that also like frustrates her and then also like i don't know we should ask Kristen bell what she thought 
Let me let me give her a call. Let's <clears throat> FaceTime her right now. <laughs> boop, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> Tell Dax to beat it. <laughs> Sorry, that's stupid. <laughs> hey, Kristen, we got questions <laughs> about some of the things you did around your Veronica Mars days. God. Was that, after, was that after Veronica Mars or before Veronica Mars? This was right before Veronica right Mars. Before. Oh, so nobody even knew who she was. The next television season is the first season of Veronica Mars. So we uh, go back to the hardware store, and there's they've set up uh, the smallpox tent in the hardware store. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not a tent. The inoculation tent, right? Yeah. Cy yeah. and Eddie see Andy. He's helping out, like, sign people up for the mm-hmm. vaccine. They, you know, Cy's like, oh, looks like he's a changed man. And Cy doesn't understand it all because Cy has no heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize how much uh, Andy was still involved in that, in, like, those, like, next couple of episodes. Because, like, when I watched it originally, like, like he just, you know, he got turned out by Cy and then, you know, off on his way. And then... yeah. You know that was that, and I looked at Bessie. Man, he was in for like a couple the the rest of that kind of arc a little bit there, like that whole episode. I, I, just, I just remember. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, Charlie gets his shot and passes out. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> That guy's voice is so cool. Yeah. I was hungry. I hadn't it. I hadn't it, yeah. I don't know why he isn't in more things. I know he was in like mm-hmm. Sons, Sons of, of Anarchy. Anarchy. Which I've only that, heard. Because that's probably close to how he talks and like acts. <laughs> He's probably yeah. like, you, you are a um, rough person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Johnny comes in. He asked, he's try, he's getting a shot. He's trying to ask Doc if he's seen Trixie. <laughs> Doc can't hear him, so Johnny makes a, a it makes the Diamond Dallas Page thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Diamond Dallas Page thing. Uh, <laughs> and I like the idea too. That it's like, yeah, obviously the only prostitute I'm gonna care about. Even though I work for a for a pimp, <laughs> for two two yeah. brothel runners, yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, so he's like, he hasn't seen tricks. He sends Johnny off, and he says like, "Tea with tea with honey." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Johnny's like, "For this, because <laughs> you are a stupid son That's of a bitch." bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so Saul is trying to talk to. Saul is, um, as we've mentioned, continually the best. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to be like, hey, Seth, we're, we're getting a lot of the increased traffic is helping our sales. And Seth is like, yeah, 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 nice. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> I have a plot that I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> I have a plot that I'm thinking about. Uh, because he's seen Alma. He walks up to her and he's like, oh, you're getting the child inoculation? And she's like, yes. And I was, I was going to tell you uh, I'm, I'm going to leave camp since... Every single person I've met has told me to leave camp. Yeah, <laughs> since since my I have husband now thought died. it over and I've decided to leave camp. <laughs> and he's like, "No, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> you shouldn't leave." And he's like, well, "Let me just uh, see this through. I'll, I'll find someone to look into it." And yeah. she's keeps being like, "No, it's settled. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it." And he's like, "I can tell you want to stay." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I haven't placed my peen inside you yet. <laughs> 
but um, she says, like, I will sell to EB. Mm. <laughs> she says, and I'd be very grateful if you would tell him so, as speaking to him directly makes me ill. <laughs> EB. Yeah, Seth, EB like, uh, oh, this is where Seth is like, I made a promise to yeah. you. And she's like, I, I released you from your promise. But I made a promise to Bill Hickok before you, and you weren't... Uh, <laughs> You weren't witness of that party. Yeah, yeah. So, aha. So, mm-hmm. let me do it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... Uh, Meh. Not the subtlest. <laughs> no. But... Look, uh, I have a desire. <laughs> a sexual desire. <laughs> so, don't... And so, the only way I can... Uh, the only way I can express that is through honorable deeds. Let me say your claim. <laughs> so does no, literally, no. I want to say your claim. Yeah. Nothing turns me on more than being a good person. <laughs> so, Alice telling Dan, like, okay, now look, when you take Bullock out, just kind of play around, like, oh gosh, there's no gold here. <laughs> oh no, you're discouraged. <laughs> Your eyes are downcast. <laughs> He's directing Dan. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, Al, what's my motivation yeah. here? <laughs> what's my motivation here? Should I have written a a book on my character? Uh, <laughs> I thought about a bunch of music my character would probably listen to. <laughs> I made a mixtape, Al. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> iTunes playlist, I think. <laughs> I think he'd be really into Ani DeFranco. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the idea of, of Dan listening to Ani DeFranco is infinitely hilarious. Both revelant and reckoning. <laughs> Man, she cut straight into my soul. So uh, Dan uh, tells him, like, uh, oh, I'm going to take you to Ellsworth. He's going to assay your claim. And I'm really ready to be done with the word assay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, assay. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Assay your claim. And it's uh, it's... It's a say. <laughs> Let me they they say assay. Yeah. Cause they're you know hicks. I, I, I won't be too assay. I'm gonna assay your claim. Mm-hmm. I won't be too embarrassed to say like I don't know how you say it because I don't yeah. use that word. Neither uh, do I. Basically you hate to... every word that they use to uh go look at the claim. Reconnoiter. <laughs> Reconnoiter. Assay. Man, I, I was listening Whatever to Whatever happened to evaluate <laughs> Uh, Doc tells Alma, like, I'm glad you're heading back. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone is glad. Everyone take a shot. I mean, somebody have... <laughs> told Alma they were glad that she needs to leave. So oh, she yeah, needs right. to leave. And yeah. they're glad she's leaving. I'm pretty so sure. a drinking game. Every yeah. time somebody tells Alma to leave, you take a shot. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack or suggest that she drink laudanum. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of some of that. Uh, and yeah, he's like, uh, I'm glad you're leaving. Uh, and then she says, like, oh, Trixie actually convinced me. And Saul, like, <laughs> perks up, like, someone say Trixie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so in love. Uh, but it then turns out that, like, no one's seen Trixie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Alma said, like, oh, she said she was going back to the gym. And that's when Doc is kind of like, oh, oh shit. Okay. So yeah. she left yeah. your place last night saying she was going to the gym. She's not at the gym. Yeah. So he knows, like, okay, something's wrong. Uh, Doc does a little thing where he sticks out his tongue, makes Sophia laugh, and then he hits her with the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, and he's like, I'm I sorry. I will never trust you again. <laughs> never trust you again. But yeah, like, but you can see Doc's like, I'm so sorry to have to do that. But uh, And there was a nice little moment where, you know, right now, everyone thinks Alma's leaving, and she says, Doc, she's like, thank you, doctor, for mm-hmm. for everything. 
because she's given Doc a lot of shit mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. in the past of like, oh, you think you know everything about me? Like, you're so high and mighty and judging me for being an addict. And he's always just been like, I'll eat that shit. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was really nice that she finally was like, thank you <laughs> for helping me. Uh, we go back to the gem and Al is, is helping Jewel clean the blood stain. Yeah. There's a great line of like, That's how you clean a fucking blood stain. <laughs> yeah. There's a great line of like, did you get that blood stain out? And she's like, I scrubbed it real hard. <laughs> and that's how fucking hard you scrubbed it. Did you get it up? Uh yeah, and he's he's uh asking her like where's Trixie? And he's starting to like feel a little bit anxious. Mm-hmm. Like as much as he's the like this fucking whore do as I say, like the minute she's out of his control, you can see he's now, this is another good point of delineation between him and Psy. So I'd be like, I'll kill that fucking word. Yeah. Al is like, what's she, is she trying to make a point? Yeah. No grabbing the cunt? Yeah. <laughs> point, well, point made. Point, fucking take it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, I won't grab your cunt anymore. Uh, little soft spot. <laughs> little Al Swearingen soft spot. <laughs> I love, George's like, she just said her pussy hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I love these little things mm-hmm. where like, yeah. The 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 feeling of the conversation they're having is mm-hmm. very relatable. Yeah. You've had yeah. these, but it's all things about like I don't know. She said her pussy hurt when you grabbed her, <laughs> and he's like, "All right, I won't grab her pussy anymore." Jesus, <laughs> we're like the feeling you get from that scene is mm-hmm. very like something you've lived through in your life, but it's nothing unless you're the president that has ever like crossed your mind about like actually happening in real life. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All Right, and so. it's it's uh and the, those little like touches too, right? Of the like the little like soft spot inside of Elsewhere engine that keeps yeah. popping out and continues to like crack in his facade. I always mm-hmm. love it when he does what like when he has those little <clears throat> rants, those little like self like evaluating mm-hmm. rants. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like the what is it the when they set up the pet the the pest tent right and they put that thing in the paper. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The, like, they'll offer free gratis or yeah. whatever and it was like he wanted to put gratis there now's the point to educate your reader and make him feel like a fucking dunce yeah exactly. Adam put free See? that was my yeah. contribution to that was paper. my contribution he's so <laughs> impressed with himself oh man Johnny comes in and says like uh, I ain't seen tricks and he asks Miles have you been uh, have you gotten your shot yet, kid? And Miles is a real kiss ass about it. It's like, no, sir. Line was too long, and I did not want to be late for work. <laughs> You're trying too hard, kid. You're trying too hard. I love what Al says after that. Though. <laughs> yeah, that's a good look. Where, where Johnny's like can't speak. He's like, be more like him. Yeah, talk like <laughs> him until further instructions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so so we go back to Doc's place and Doc. Finds Trixie. She's tried to kill herself by overdosing on a laudanum injection, mm-hmm. and it's you could tell he kind of like feared that because he came right out. I don't. I guess he had to come back home, but I, mm-hmm. he kind of was afraid that that's what was going on. Yeah. Before we can take care of Trixie, though, Merrick shows up. <laughs> <laughs> like oh doc i think i have smallpox my back hurts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, well uh, the pain has increased yeah, yeah. Like, it was you, lesser before and yeah. now it's increased have you gained any weight <laughs> may i ask that query's relevance <laughs> again harder right, like a, a polysyllabic mm-hmm. you know doofus 
character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes a bit more sense for him since he's a newspaper <clears throat> yeah, man. Right. Mm-hmm. He's a writer. But, like, <laughs> Doc comes back at him. It's harder on your back as you get fatter. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. I do wonder that, about that because that's like that's a recurring trope in all sort of Western fiction. Is the like the educated person feels the need to impress their education upon you, yeah, with their high vocabulary and all that kind of crap. And I wonder if that was like a true thing that happened. Well, Milch brought up in his book uh, <clears throat> Stories from the Black Hills. He's like people back then that got an education, they were all educated on these like Victorian novels mm-hmm. where. It was in vogue to have very flowery language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, yeah. these miners that weren't educated just, like, used grunts and fucks to get their yeah. point across. Mm-hmm. But if someone had gone through schooling, then they've read all these, you know, Shakespeare yeah. and mm-hmm. Victorian novels. In a few uh, episodes, I talked about Jim Beaver, who plays Ellsworth, comments on the What's Alan Watching write ups mm-hmm. of the shows. Uh, he says, uh, David Milch makes more use of his actors than anyone I've ever worked with in the sense that his actors' personas, their physical attributes and conditions, their personal lives are all grist for his creative mill. And let me be clear that I love that aspect of his creativity. There are examples throughout this episode, some of which may seem unkind, parentheses, the references to Merrick's weight mm-hmm. and Flora's beady little rat eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down. Uh, <clears throat> And they continue, not all unkind, of course, throughout the series. In the second season, David wrote a monologue about the death of Ellsworth's first wife, which I performed shortly after the death of my own, which I didn't know about and made me very sad that Jim Beaver went through that. Wow. While filming. That guy's such a sweetheart. Um, But he says, I treasured that gift, by the way, the opportunity to use something so personal to make art. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. It's it's dusty in here, man. Uh, uh, I think Milch feels, as do many great artists, that his palette is the world around him, and if he knows about color, he is not only free, but required by his art to consider it a useful tool. So... There's that. I respect the hell out of that. I, yeah. I feel that way, like, whenever I try to do, especially, like, when I do improv, like, there's lots of stuff that ends up getting kind yeah. of, like, <laughs> borrowed from, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yes. Like, improv's great for, like, if you're pissed about something that yeah. day, you can be like, yeah. guess what? I'm pissed at you yeah. <laughs> about this thing that I'm pissed off about. Well, and it's so funny, too, because there's sometimes, like, Whatever I did a scene with a I have a friend who like uh, it's just leads one of those crazy charmed lives and like I decided to do a scene and then I was like what if I was just decided to be really angry at that guy for his stupid charmed life <laughs> and so I started bringing up all the stuff that this guy did and was like and endowed the other person with that and like so hilarious <laughs> that's the lowest low stakes version because I don't want to bring up the scene about never mind <laughs> okay. Uh, but there is a very beautiful scene right after that with Doc and Trixie. He, he pinches or no, he just holds her and he says like the lines like you botched this job pretty good, didn't you, little lady? Mm-hmm. It's like that little lady at the end. The fact that he's holding a, mm-hmm. a whore that tried to kill herself and yeah. he, there's yeah. just this tender beauty mm-hmm. to it is the hallmark of Deadwood, I yeah, think. Yeah. Uh, and this is just one great example of it. And he tells her that 
if you want, if you're looking for a way out, you don't just want to die. If you just need a way out of your life right now, the widow told me that she'd take you to New York City, mm-hmm. which he's fibbing, but he, yeah. she actually did yeah. offer that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not quite in the way that needed to be offered. Yeah, because yeah. Alma's uh, not the smartest. I don't know. <laughs> she's a people she's are... a sheltered privilege lady. You yeah, know? she doesn't understand how it is on these streets. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, our next scene: <clears throat> Flora wakes up in Joni's bed, and she kind of slowly gets out. Uh, she's getting dressed, and Joni looks at her, mm-hmm. and I think she can tell if she didn't already know. She's kind of sussed out that Flora's not who she says she is. Yeah, just by the way Flora's like getting ready. Yeah, and she's so much more self possessed. And confident than mm-hmm. the like, I saw a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that. Um, uh, Psy sees her feel, come out of Yeah, I feel like Flora gets really sloppy, like, mm. especially like with this whole scene. Like, as this whole scene plays out, I'm like, I wouldn't. That's a bad idea. I'll let <laughs> yeah. you explain more of it and yeah. con- continue. But yeah, it's. Uh, I-, I think whatever emotional thing is going on between her and Joni is what makes her mm-hmm. sloppy. And there's something else that we'll get into in a minute yeah. that is outside the world of Deadwood that mm-hmm. might have had an effect on it. Um, so Sai sees her come out, and she's like, Oh, hey there. What's <laughs> going on? And she's like, uh, 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 Powers Booth, Powers Booth. Powers <laughs> Booth. Uh, and Joni's like, she was scared. She wanted to, you know, she's like, oh, I saw a man stabbed in the gem. And he says something like, you're brave just going into a place like that. <laughs> Which is, you know, we've talked a lot about the dichotomy between mm-hmm. Cy and Al. And it's like, yeah. Cy has a very nice place, but he's such a horrible person. Yeah. Al, you know, yeah. <clears throat> it's a place where everybody knows your name, sort of a thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think it's it's funny because I think about this too. And I, I, it, the way you just said it to me, and it totally was reminded of like the difference in temperament between comedians and horror writers and mm-hmm. producers oh. and stuff, where it's like when I worked on horror films and worked with like and interviewed, you know, like horror novelists. So nice, so well adjusted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and comedians not so much. <laughs> like it's like wow. So there's something about like just letting it all hang out that yeah. really just well all adjusted. Your, all yeah. your system that uh, that's yeah. true. Aligns you. Even like horror fans are a lot of times just like <clears throat> most accepting and sweet. So sweet, and it's like wow, you you're covered in skulls and in, yeah. in blood all the time, and yet you're just like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, but comedians are are uh, thoroughly damaged to the <laughs> to the boat, and I say that as someone who uh, like identifies more with comedians than with horror people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Like Harry and I have actually directed a horror. Yes, we did. Short film. There you go. Yeah, it's but, kind, it's uh, kind of funny. It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty fun. I was in a horror comedy, uh, which was pretty fun, funny, and that was that was again. It was like the people they were so sweet mm-hmm. and so nice, and it was almost corny. The com- <laughs> the comedy was that was so wholesome, <laughs> weirdly. I mean, it was horror. Yeah, anyway. yeah the comedy and horror can can be yeah. a bit cornier because it's yeah. surrounded by blood, yeah, exactly, yeah. murder, exactly. You know, you're just like you can't like hate how corny it is. You should be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Sai kind of teases Joni a bit about like, oh, like I see you got another what scalp on your wall yeah. or something like that. Like, scalp on your belt or whatever. Fuck you, Sai. But he has that one like line to uh, Flora where he's like, oh, you stay with her. There's no safer port in a store. Yeah, <laughs> and just it's like so. 
Sai is uh, amusing himself to no end. Yeah. And his other line, like, a Justin so smooth to lose in her cherry, and yet that upset by blood. Like, you gross old man. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but then this this John that's really attached to Flora mm-hmm. comes back, and she's like, "All right, I'll, like I'm getting dressed right now. Like uh, I'll be right with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll wait it outside for you. Oh, Fuck you. God, yeah. you, it's yeah. It's almost funny if it weren't so clearly like this guy is probably a serial killer. <laughs> like, yeah." Uh, but anyway, she goes in and like gets an apple and cheese from one of the horse. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that whole like like when she drops the facade, yeah. around, like I, the, the horse talk to each other. Like especially like they talk to their boss. Yeah, like, they're like that guy did this to me and this to me and this to me. One of one of the write ups I read was talking about like that's her character where like anyone she could leech off of, anyone who has something to offer her, mm-hmm. uh, she sucks up and is the sweet little girl, but. Like with the John and like with the horse, people she doesn't think she can derive any value out of. She's like, I've got a fucking knife. Yeah. Like, well, she's basically yeah, yeah. she's like EB in that yeah. sense. It's, it's the same fucking temperament. And I wonder, I don't like rewatching. I wonder how much I buy Kristen Bell's performance though. I I thought it was a good performance. Yeah. I don't, I, there's just what, some, do you, what do you mean? I don't know. There's you, just some, it may just be. It might be on me. I'm sure if I watch this without knowing, like, forgetting Sarah Marshall, that, because I just see, I just see, like, any scene she's in, it just, um, I like watching the CW. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but. That's interesting. Like, I. Or mm. it may be that, maybe she's, there's just something about, she looks very modern. That's she's true. She's a very modern looking actress. The same with Joni, but Joni, I can kind of buy it a little more. But yeah. with Kristen Bell. She just looks super young, and being this like streetwise, like really vulgar person, I just don't quite buy that shade, mm. like that she's like showing. She, that's true. I think she does stick out, and I think the first time I saw this show, I hadn't seen her in anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't think because I never yeah, watched Veronica Mars. Yeah, but you're right that she does kind of stick out. Yeah, but I also thought she was really she gave a good performance so i mean i think she's definitely cast to be a youngish looking Joni, right like is it supposed to really like hammer home that visual point right Mm -hmm. of the like this person reminds me of myself when i was young Mm -hmm. and and maybe it's i mean maybe they were aiming for that like oh she's so sweet but right she's you know got the mouth of a sailor yeah The opposite mm-hmm. of Julie Roberts, a pretty mm-hmm. woman. <laughs> She's a hooker with a heart of stone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she who she gets knife and, she, and as she's leaving, Sai kind of sizes her up. She's yeah. he's like, unless she ain't upset at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's already slept yeah. in front of him. And there's she like, goes, yeah, there's well, she's outside the Bella Union, and there's a great bit where I, the whole time I, it wasn't until like the last time I watched it where I realized what she was doing. Yeah, she's, she's looking for the escape route. Yeah. Like, oh, she's. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't catch that. That's just, awesome. She's just staring at it. She's like, she's just looking up, and the guy comes and talks to her. And <laughs> what does she say to him? Oh, you, that's right. Yeah. You geek-looking fuck. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's that. great. That oh, fits yeah. great. But she, yeah, she's just looking. looking fuck. Yeah. But she's just like sizing up. Okay, I'm gonna steal all this stuff, and where where am I gonna leave? Okay. Yeah, where are yeah. my exits? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, and he's kind of like, oh, Flora, Flora. 
Uh, Why would you call me such a terrible name, you sweet girl? <laughs> he still doesn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we go to Alma's room. She's packing up her stuff. Doc comes in and he, she, Alma, like, tell, like, closes off the door to, to Sophia. <laughs> she still, like, has no idea how to handle this child. Yeah. No. And Doc tells her that Trixie tried to commit suicide. She punctured her vein, which is the only uh-huh. reason she didn't die um and he's like look i i made a little fib i told her that you offered her you know offered to take her to new york and she's like well i actually did <laughs> offer her that but she said no like i offered to send just her and sophia and doc's like okay uh hey wouldn't it be nicer if she came as like your servant yeah uh he calls it the, instead of sending her on a cruel masquerade. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, yeah. Doc's like, okay, well, I know why she said no, because it's a horrible idea. Yeah. Uh, because, so, wow, you don't know how this world works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, they said, okay, we will. So she's like, all right, I will leave and I'll take Trixie with mm-hmm. me. Great idea. Yeah. S- good idea, Alma. <laughs> I also want to point out that, uh, yeah, there's a very blatant Godfather Godf- reference yeah. yeah, with closing the door on Sophia. Which I think happens twice in yeah, this episode, twice, right? And it's both on Sophia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's yeah. K. She's K She's in this K. world. And so, it's weird because I thought she was like, you know, a Dutch immigrant or something like that, right? Like, not, a Ger- <laughs> not an Italian immigrant. From the uh, Sicilian part of yeah. <laughs> Netherlands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, D- Dane, Daneland, D- Daneland, yeah. <laughs> Holland, no, no. Uh, yeah, Holland. Is it? Uh, yeah. They can't decide, so why should we? Uh, so we go. <laughs> to... Stop getting conquered, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Micah. So we go to the Garrett claim, <clears throat> and uh, Ellsworth's kind of falling behind Dane. It's like, hey, Dane, if I'm gonna get my throat cut, I'd like to like not do any more climbing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Ellsworth's like, look, you're off the hook for that. Like, fucking. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seth calls back like, if you're the goddamn assayer, shouldn't I be following you? Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, I think there's something looks interesting over here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so We're just getting the lay of the land. <laughs> um, gosh. Uh, yeah. Not like I ain't never been here since I'm next door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we go back to the gem and Flora comes in with uh, apple and cheese for Miles. Uh, she tells Miles like, "All right, let's do it tonight." And he's mm-hmm. like, "Really? All right? Like, you don't want to like slow down?" Yeah. And she's like, "No, tonight we're gonna do it." It's like, "Do you want to get both these places?" We and, and she's like, "No, we'll get my place." And mm-hmm. she, she says like, "I think my boss is on to me, yeah. so we have to do it now." Uh-huh. And she's like, "Okay, do you want to hit this place?" No, my place. It's mm-hmm. like the place where your boss is on to you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, even dumb sweet Miles is yeah. like, "This doesn't sound too good of a plan." <laughs> yeah, she's well, like, it's like golly. You know, yeah, like I mean, he doesn't even really. Yeah, I mean, truly, he's the one with the cool head, right? He's like, that doesn't sound like we've done a thousand of these. Everything you just ex- described is awful. Like, yeah. yeah, he's still naive, but the fact that he's not uh, in passion's white heat, yeah. he's yeah. able to be like. <laughs> Mm, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> uh, so, but anyway, that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're back at the Grand Central, and Seth shows up. And uh, <laughs> uh, Seth walks in, and EB's like, What ho, Mr. <laughs> Bullock? And he's like, Where's the widow's room? Yeah. And, uh, he goes up and is like, uh, like Mrs. Garrett, do not sell. And he's got a shit ton of gold. Tile of gold. Uh, 
And then we sit here trying to get her to like scream English at yeah this somebody is, who doesn't know English. We we <laughs> talked when Trixie first started taking care of Sophia. We talked about how Trixie immediately knew how to speak to someone that, <clears throat> that doesn't speak her language. She said like mm-hmm. Trixie, Trixie, and like would point to herself. Uh, yeah. And I think like when we did that episode, like I had just seen Arrival, which dealt with like how to establish communication. Yeah. But then almost like, I'm going to be unspeakably rude. Uh, I'm going to go downstairs, downstairs uh, with Mr. Bullock. And so the whole time Sophia's just staring at her. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know any of these. Uh, and it's and like, she, it's like, again, like, like you drop a word, like unspeakably, mm-hmm. like, like Dan <laughs> would be like, what's an unspeakably. Like, <laughs> he supposedly speaks the language. So it's like, uh, yeah. And she's like, okay, I'm going to leave you. Okay. And it's like, Maybe I should, but she's always going to go down with Seth because yeah, yeah. Uh, she want the D. Uh, mm-hmm. So she just leaves, and again we have another Godfather shot. Unspeakably, uh, unspeakably rude because I have a, a driving desire for this man's <laughs> weenus. Uh, yeah, they come down and he bees. Like, I love this line from Alma. He's like, "May I inquire as to the assay's outcome?" And she's is the technical term bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Which I had to Google because I was like, "Is that what that means?" Yeah, I knew it was an old TV show. But, yeah, my uh, dad watches it on TV Land or whatever the regular broadcast version of TV Land is. I've actually been to the ranch where they shot Bonanza. Really? Uh, yeah, I think it's in Nevada. It's either in like Nevada or in California mm-hmm. on the like near the border of Nevada. But well, was it Gunsmoke or Bonanza that was the longest running show? Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Gunsmoke was like twenty years. Yeah. Uh, they sit in the. Um, <laughs> so I just remember there's this EB makes this noise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. As they're walking away, because he realized <laughs> it's it's a it's just a very little a bit of Jerry Lewis. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, just a pained animal. You beautiful, beautiful man. It it works perfectly. Yeah. Just like <laughs> it's just the right amount, and it's EB, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, now this is thoroughly obnoxious conversation they have uh and he's she's like i don't know if this will change your mind about moving to new york she's like i don't know if he's like i figured it wouldn't but i don't count and almost like of course you count why wouldn't you like oh my god just fuck yeah (laughs) yeah uh yeah we're at the point in the season where it's like oh just do it already (laughs) and yeah he says something like because your changes of mind come so quick and so often i can't keep up it's like you asshole. Yeah. You but, can't see me out there, podcast land, but I'm making a jerk off motion. <laughs> I'm doing it as hard as I can. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, Alma's basically uh, deciding to stay because of Seth. Mm-hmm. That's that. Uh, so we go back to the gym. Uh, Al's wondering what's taking Bullock so long. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm sorry, and I forget. Is oh, this, my bad. Is, is this the part? Uh, like at this point, we do we know some things about Seth's history about like his like familial situation, right? Like, we do know that he has a wife. Yeah, so yeah. he's got a wife and everything, and you're like, yeah. what are you people? What are you? What are you doing, guy? Yeah. <laughs> to, like, to what be fair to Seth, yeah. it is a wife that he got because it was his brother's wife and he died and he has to marry her. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, he gets off yeah. by being honorable. I, I do not 
want to condone uh, infidelity in any way. But if there ever were a case for it, it's now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where it's like, yeah, you have a wife, but yeah. it's because of the law. <laughs> it's, that, that's not very romantic. Stupid. So. Anyway, uh, Miles asks for the afternoon off to look for his dad. He's like, oh, I heard someone might have seen my dad out there. Mm-hmm. Al has a great line. If I said no, I'd hope you'd walk out and go anyway, and then look seek a new job elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you think that he like knows the whole time? I really don't know. Do you? I don't. I, I mean, don't. He, he never mentions it. He never drops the hint. But like, you want to believe that Al Swearingen just? Oh, that guy's gonna con me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so yeah, I'll just be real nice to him, and yeah. he's dumb enough to where it may change him. But if not, I'll just kill him anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I. I uh, one of the write-ups i was reading i I don't remember it was the av club or Mm -hmm. what's alan watching but they kind of said that like maybe it's because flora is so uh or or like i should say maybe it's because miles is so sweet and dumb that Mm -hmm. it's it's not like there's any poker face he has to put up he's just himself yeah whereas flora is putting on a whole act that Mm -hmm. Psy can be like uh bullshit yeah you know that sort of thing but i I don't know i I don't think al ever really could tell mm-hmm. but um yeah i don't have a good well it's because he, he barely acts surprised whenever mm-hmm. like it all gets revealed um that it's like yeah it's like oh look oh look at that look at that mm-hmm. yeah and that well, might go back to seem it. that we could trust him as much as we thought we could trust him <laughs> yeah. you know it kind of goes i think you might have hit the nail on the head when it was just like they could be but i don't give a shit yeah <laughs> yeah if he tries to rob me yeah out yeah al tells him to to, <laughs> to go like Go to the livery, borrow a horse, tell him I'll pay for your horse. Mm-hmm. And Dan's like, Flora goes with you, tell I'm good for her amount. <laughs> Al gives him a look yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's wrong what with you? What is wrong with you? Stupid. <laughs> I don't know if you guys caught this. I think it's pretty obvious because I caught it and I'm dumb as a rock. But like Seth comes in, he's like, ah, so he's going, he says, rich and fucking thick that vein is, huh? Uh, I love it when they sneak shit like that yeah. in. I, I, f- I felt like he was kind of teasing Seth because he knows Seth is such like yeah. a prude, mm-hmm. I guess you could cunning say. Cunning linguist. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he sits <clears throat> Seth down and tells him about the treaty uh, that's coming in. He's like, look, it's better if you and I like just put our differences aside, row in the same direction. Let's make the most out of this, all right? Mm-hmm. Seth's just like mad <laughs> he always is yeah. uh, he goes I'm to sorry get... I can't hear you over how honorable I'm currently being <laughs> <laughs> he goes to get the shave and that's yeah. what I was like hey Barney <laughs> <laughs> careful in the uh, area of the throat huh <laughs> and then Seth kind of offhandedly is like wait a minute if you were going to offer 20,000 your man must have been trying to skim some mm-hmm. And I was got that great line. I was like, "Is that so?" Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, you only offered nineteen thousand five hundred. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wouldn't trust a man who wouldn't try to steal a little. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then he turns around yeah, and is like, like, "God damn it!" Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you yeah. weren't so fucking useful, <laughs> I swear to God. If I hadn't amended my ways to not killing everyone that pisses me off, I would. I'd probably kill you. It's that old Simpsons line, whatever, with the Rex Bannon. Or the, if we had no laws, I'd kill it. Everybody looked to be cockeyed. <laughs> the Prohibition episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we go to Doc's house where uh, Trixie's recuperating. <clears throat> Alma comes in and she, like, apologizes to Trixie about, like, oh, I'm so sorry that I 
that I suggested you go off to New York on your own. Uh, but then tells her, like, uh, I'm staying here, though, even though you just killed yourself and you were kind of revived by the idea of getting away from this place, but I'm going to stay, though. <laughs> Sorry. I seem to have made, struck it rich or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is she the one that says I seem to have struck it rich? Yeah. So it's, I think so it's like, <laughs> I seem to have even more luck and privilege than I had before mm-hmm. when you last saw me. Ah, look at that. But uh, anyway, I'm going to stay. Yeah. Uh, she's like, you can stay with me and like take care of Sophia. Or if you want to leave, she like hands her the golden mm-hmm. rock. Yeah. It's like, if you want to just take yeah. off, mm-hmm. here's a bunch of money. It's like, yeah. Alma. What, what, what I also love is like later on in the scene, I noticed that sort of cracking up. She just leaves the fucking like gold on her. Yeah. Like a paperweight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so you see Trixie, she just has a piece like, of gold on her belly. It's like a couple of pounds, you yeah. know. And I did just <laughs> overdose on opium. And this scene's also important because one thing, having seen this show, we know what Sophia's name is, but they haven't said her name yet. And even in the last episode, Trixie's like, she's going to say her name soon, she said. And Sophia goes up to Trixie. It's like, Sophia! Yeah, she's... And that seems to be a more humanizing and connecting thing that Alma's capable of. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, oh, and it's beautifully acted by Trixie there too. Yeah, yeah. It's that whole like the eye flutter and the yeah, and she's like you know instant relax. I should have known. You're so beautiful. I should have known. Oh yeah. yeah. So, so oh, milch. <laughs> <laughs> you old so and so. You tender cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> Curse you for making me feel feelings. That's <laughs> so good. And I mean. You kind of want to hate Alma for this because, yeah. like, she's like, Trixie, I'm helping you. You can take money and just go fuck off. Mm-hmm. But so, like, this little girl that doesn't even speak the goddamn language mm-hmm. can tell what Trixie needs in this moment. Yeah. <laughs> and it works the wonders. And, like you said, it's beautifully acted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. she just instantly mm-hmm. is like, oh, thank God someone reached out and touched me in the way I needed. Yeah. Uh, so we go back to the Bell Union. Flora just comes up to Joan. He's like, I'm quitting. And F- Joan's just like, all right, Flora. Okay. Well, uh, that's fine. She's mm-hmm. like, I left a pin in your room. I need to go get it. <laughs> she's like, okay. Just, I, I think at first she's kind of like, don't, don't do this, Flora. Just leave. Mm-hmm. But she's like, no, I'm going to go get it. She's like, all right. Uh, <laughs> Cy comes up. When's the part? When's the part come when that little piece of trim finally gets her fucking working clothes on and starts making me some fucking money? Yeah. It's like, uh, good morning to you, Cy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, Joni says, like, she's quitting, but she's grabbing her pin. She's mm-hmm. like, Cy's just like grabbing her fucking pin. She lost her pin. <laughs> and then as soon as he says that, Joni just walks upstairs. She's like, yeah, it's dumb. I know. I'm going to go up there. All right. I'll stop her. And Fine. She- and then, like, at the end of the day, he's like, yeah, he busts in on, she busts in on Flora mm-hmm. and is just raiding her jewelry box. And it's like, is that really? Like, I mean, I'm sure that they had, like, plans to eventually, like, get whatever safe. Is this is this the money. score that, like, you know? Yeah, it's like, but he's like, yeah. just, just really, like, getting, like, and it's even, like, Joni says the, like, you know, can you tell the diamonds from the paste? Where it's like, yeah. you could have made away with maybe, like a hundred bucks worth of stuff the equivalent of a hundred bucks yeah worth of well today today yeah in bucks today's worth money yeah mm-hmm. back then maybe five bucks worth of stuff I guess. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, like that wasn't worth it 17 old dollars <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> they won't catch me till i'm in san francisco <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, i could buy passage to the next town <laughs> <laughs> but uh yes yeah, so she she comes in and, and she's like flora would like just 
stop it. And there's a... Oh, okay. So before we get to that floor, just like, who is it that I remind you of? Is it, mm-hmm. is it a sister? Is it you? Mm-hmm. And there's in that, you know, I told you guys about how in the stories from the Black Hills, all the actors do interviews about their characters. Mm-hmm. Joni has a backstory where uh, her mom died and then her dad fell on rough times and turned their house into a brothel mm-hmm. and like was started selling Joni. And then Joni in turn had to turn out her sisters. Mm. Jesus. And yeah, man, it's working some rough chuckles on the show. Yeah. Like, uh, it's it's bad news, but Flora's kind of like another chapter in the story of Joni's life that she's trying to like get past, mm-hmm. and she just doesn't want to have to do it. And this girl's playing on that now. Um, yeah, because I guess it would have to be in that case. Then it would, she would be reminded of like when she turned out her little sister or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Like, and it, it comes back to like you said, it was cast to look like a young Joni, which yeah. you know it it is also her. You are correct, but mm-hmm. then it's also you know she had to do all this with her sisters. Now she, she yeah. sees this little girl looks like her mm-hmm. that yeah. could be a sister of hers, and she's and having we, to do it again. And we also know Joni has the kind of temperament, especially but that we saw with like Ellsworth, where she's like. No, you know, as soon as I get kind of attached to somebody or I see something in them, I, she wants to help them. Yeah. And she's really not as, she's not the kind of ruthless person that Sai is. No. Yeah. <laughs> not by a damn. <laughs> no damn one really thing. is. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but no, yeah. Uh, there's a really chilling line that she has. Like, you think you're going to get out of here alive? Mm-hmm. You're not getting out of here alive. Mm-hmm. You're going to die here. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is so sad but uh she lets her leave mm-hmm. you know give her that she's just like all right just leave man i don't care take my stuff because she does care about her yeah uh as much as she hates her Sai sees her leaving and kind of moves in to action he's like where are you going uh and then she like pulls out a knife and stabs him in the leg mm-hmm. she tries to run out and over the balcony which she was looking at like you said yeah uh, but size men catch them. And this is actually a, a very, very important scene, mm-hmm. I think, with the way the camp goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting, too, about, like, how it's almost... It's very realistic in how just, like, easily and kind of anticlimactic them being captured is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just yeah. how, like, oh, they were going to make a daring escape off the roof, and it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be this, like... Great. No, they just immediately fall, fell down. Fell in and, the fucking mud and get the shit kicked out of them. Yeah, by the like, Yeah, they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we just walked outside and waited mm-hmm. for you to fall off, and, well... <laughs> Yeah, and Time to kick your teeth in. Yeah, they just start beating them because mm-hmm. they just robbed the place. Yeah, but we see everyone because they're right across the street from the hardware store where the yeah. vaccines have been ge- being given out. So there's a big crowd. Mm-hmm. Everyone sees them, and we see like Doc and Andy. And Jane has this look on her face that like she kind of is like horrified. And mm-hmm. Saul even goes like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they're just beating these little children to death mm-hmm. and it's in that moment where you kind of realize even watching the show mm-hmm. you're like well we know that they're con artists and she is not so nice mm-hmm. after all but then you go oh my god there's these grown men just like beating children in the mm-hmm. street and it's yeah. also this place almost everyone that went to deadwood is like Haha, no law in deadwood yeah. i'm gonna have a gay old time mm-hmm. and then oh there's children getting beaten, beaten to death in the street. Yeah, this is yeah. the price you pay for not having civilization. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it's 
on the one hand, it's a bit hypocritical where mm-hmm. it's like we see some characters that maybe have killed someone in the past. Like, right. you know, if Dan were to see that and be horror, like he'd probably be horrified mm-hmm. uh, for not just the reason that he's in love with Flora, yeah. but like he's also like murdered people. Yeah. And then they see this and like, well, we're just dealing out justice. They were robbing, like Psy comes up, like they were robbing my joint. Mm-hmm. And Saul's like, can you beat them? Not in the street. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like, how does that make it better? Yeah. But it's kind of hypocritical, but it's mm-hmm. also, the camp having to reckon with mm-hmm. okay we need to have some loss <laughs> yeah yeah well and I'll, and it's like an interesting too like just the sort of narratively uh, like it's turning that like there's that whole trope right of like the little boy stole from me and now mm-hmm. i want to kill him and mm-hmm. and, every, and then some heroic person steps in and is like you know <laughs> yeah. don't kill this street urchin and he's like but he stole from my fruit stand or whatever <laughs> and uh like you know it's like, because the whole episode they're building you up of like, oh, these people are like ruthless. These children are ruthless. Mm-hmm. These children are ruthless. But then it brings you right back home to that trope of like, oh no, they're children and they're gonna yeah. get beat to death by adults. And, yeah, and like, it's not gonna get say, no hero. Like the the one hero would be like, hey, stop beating them in the streets. Take them inside and beat them. <laughs> yeah, you take that inside. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. weird and gross to watch you beat yeah. children. Sometimes Aladdin gets his hand cut off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That happened, you know. Yeah, and then Sai has that line of like, "You can help your delicate sensibilities by turning, turning the, the fuck, fuck away." away. It's like, <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, I could. I uh, anyway, and there's also a shot, like right towards the end of one of the guys like grabbing Flora's bonnet. Yeah. Which I I wrote that down, and then later that's where she stashed everything. But yeah. just the shot of this dude like roughly grabbing mm-hmm. this tiny little bonnet out of the mud out yeah of mud it's you, it reinforces the like mm-hmm. lost innocence of, yeah. of what's going on yeah uh so then we get to now the next scene i might let you take this because we've <laughs> talked a few times and this scene has stuck with you the both of us but yeah. you in particular for yeah. a lot do you remember the first time you watched this scene the or well, when, uh, when he has them tied up and shoots and, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> when it turns into it's an like, oliver stone movie yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like that's absolutely that yeah. that pretty much like just put a pin in powers booth's care inside tolliver for me it was like oh <laughs> shit <laughs> one of those ones it's one of those like scenes that like makes you go back to other stuff he did and was like i don't trust that guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, don't like and there's nothing particularly gory that's going on mm-hmm. there's not an excess of blood no there's not body parts being hacked off no but it's so deeply disturbing it's so di- and a lot of it has to do with, and i'll give i'll absolutely give kristen bell credit for this scene because she's just looks like a thing that got hit by a car basically you know if you've if you've ever seen and that's probably another reason why i've like when i saw the scene it fucked me up so much is because i've seen a bunch of like you know animals getting hit by car and like having to oh. you know does this kind of thing where we you know you know and she's this pretty girl and now like her face is deformed because her skull's fucked up she was like bad so yeah. badly beaten yeah. that she can't even move properly and there's that moment where like Sai taunts her he's like oh she wants that knife but her skull's fucking cracked yeah yeah it's one foot to the left yeah well, he yeah. starts like hitting her head yeah Although your beady little rat eyes don't seem like they're taking in the view. 
bust something up there, sweetheart. That fucking hurts you. Fucking understand me. <laughs> See, that upsets Joni now. Oh, Si, I do have the boy. My God, I can't stand to see the other. You want me to see to the boy, Joni? Because you know I'm claying your hands. Sorry. What is it, Eddie? We could all be elsewhere. Nothing but true. And it's like she doesn't yeah. even realize how slow she's moving and how, yeah. like, she's she completely no outmatched yeah. and outclassed. And yeah. it's like... And you just see, like, Eddie and Joni in the back, like, oh, fuck, why are we... Why do... Why? Yeah. Yeah. And there's also something about having a piece of your body broken mm-hmm. and still being alive where you yeah. like I can still be alive and my skull is punctured my brain yeah like that's horrifying to think yeah. about well it's a I mean I think you put you hit the nail on the head there mm-hmm. with the like being hit by a car like yeah. thing and, and it's just like oh god well like I read um I read Stephen King describe the horrifying car accident he got into mm-hmm. like when like back in like 99 or yeah. whatever it yeah. was and he almost died and like the way he describes it and you're just like oh my god like just i couldn't even imagine <laughs> yeah it's it's a good see and like i think the av club said like it's kind of cheesy when they do flora's pov shot yeah. but the weight of the scene is such that you don't it doesn't matter right like yeah. it's it's and such... it definitely yeah that 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 effect definitely didn't age well because i remember yeah. when i watched it originally yeah. i was like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck and it definitely didn't age yeah. well but it's still like it didn't take me out of it. Like, so yeah, like it I think it's. Like, I think it's only for us to watch it like three times recently, yeah. where we're like, mm, "That's not so great." Yeah. But like, the, yeah, yeah, and also just you know him taunting Miles and telling him, "Should have been a fucking man." Blah, yeah, blah, blah. yeah, you're you're like uh, I, found you're, guilty you're of being, being a, a fucking cunt. cunt. Like, yeah, and that's really. I mean, you know, you isn't that the like the first super evil thing that Psy does like the rest of it's just like well he's kinda shitty well he did he threw threw Andy out in the woods but at least he like didn't torture Andy yeah that was cold blooded for sure he took Andy out into the woods this is the first like like, truly horrendous yeah like like, a war crime yeah 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 Yeah. it's it's definitely something that's always stuck with and I remember when you brought up when we started doing this podcast Mm -hmm, like there's that one scene and for me, it was like it was like the opening scene with the like you help me with my fucking fall. Yeah, yeah. Like always stuck with me. But then the minute I was like, what else? And I remembered Kristen Bell's eyes not working. Yeah. And being like, oh, like feeling <laughs> sick to my stomach. Uh, yeah. And that's yeah. another thing, right? Because they because they point out those beady little ferret eyes. Ferret eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see that like that one is just. Not working and swollen shut, and then the other one is just blinking like a uh-huh. ferret. Like, and her like mouth, the way it's like yeah, oh my god, up, like Ugh. yeah, it's 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 still fucking really rough to watch. And also, the very last time I watched it was the very first time I realized that the soundtrack. Like, did you hear the music going Mm-mm. on? No, I didn't. it's all like really discordant and mm-hmm. like you know out of tune violins being plucked sort of a thing mm-hmm. oh so that, yeah and yeah, i yeah. never noticed that huh. but with that underlying it yeah, just it's... makes it worse yeah yeah that, yeah, that yeah. scratchiness and the ugh. yeah yeah uh, fuck that scene yes sai shoots yeah. miles and then sai makes Joni shoot flora mm-hmm. she does and then she tries to kill herself mm-hmm. uh but sai like stops her and yeah that's almost in a way worse than killing someone uh, that forcing them to stay alive yeah and not in a way of like no I love you too no. he's saying like you just keep drawing that breath or something like yeah. that yeah and um, um, and one of the like and the things too about like the moment 
I've never really, I mean, I've had some suicidal thoughts in my life, but, like, I've never really had, like, and like, gonna try it tonight, mm-hmm. like, uh, but something I read on, and on, it's always, it's like, it's not necessarily, like, that it's any kind of, like, failing of you or anything like that, mm-hmm. it's just, like, some, whatever it is you're handling for the moment is so overwhelming that you can't, you know, reason continuing to live. Right. And it's like, and that, and that feeling can pass, which is why, like, a lot of people who, like, attempt suicide, they sometimes don't ever do it again because they're like, oh, immediately my, I realize my problem is solvable. But it's like, in that moment, like, what we just saw is so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. What, like, she was in it and, like, it was, yeah. like, a representation of her and it was all this other thing. And she's like, no, I don't think I can do yeah. this. I have to, I have to commit suicide. Yeah, but, and especially bringing into account, like you were saying, like, you know, Flora's now another chapter in Joni's book, and this is how it ends. She's mm-hmm. never going to forget this. Yeah. She's already got enough shit with God, her. yeah. Yeah. Has like, to how, live with that. Yeah. yeah, and you have to, yeah, that's right, you have to keep on living. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that's the end of that person's, you mm-hmm. know, story, but that, like, that person was a supporting character in your ongoing story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> now... This was Flora and Miles were supposed to be a three or four episode arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said earlier, Jim Beaver comments on the What's Alan watching things, and he has a bit of inside information that might tell us why. Yeah, I'm waiting to hear this. Uh, so the first paragraph Flora and Miles. Hmm. It's my understanding that these two characters were planned for a much longer arc than was finally seen. I do not know any of the facts regarding the sudden curtailment of the storyline. I repeat, I know none of the actual facts. But those of us on the show, I think, took the shortening of the storyline and its brutal and very final resolution as a bit of an object lesson. Then he starts to tell us the story. There was once a TV show, <laughs> so a story goes, which employed a pair of young actors in a, for a very interesting story arc. Deals were made, filming began, and then, so the story goes... The representatives of one of the actors asked for more money as a condition of that actor's continuation in a role for which the deal had already been made. An action generally looked upon with disfavor in the TV business. The performer, so the story goes, uh, did not know of the representative's action, but felt the results nonetheless. What resulted was a quick and decisive termination by the producer Uh, determination by the producer to end the storyline and do away vigorously and most finally with the performer's character. (laughs) The other actor was what's known as collateral damage. Jesus. I do do not know this fable to be true, but it is the one that circulated in the camp in late 2003. Wow. So, yeah, it sounds like... It sounds like (laughs) some regular-ass Hollywood shit, though. I mean, you know, like, I'm I'm reminded instantly of uh, Isaac Hayes' unceremonious departure from South Park. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That was made very clear why. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And everybody knew why that was. But, like, yeah, it's not unheard of. What if it was actually Miles? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was Miles represented? His his parents were his representation. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Flora and Miles. Yeah. Uh, we hardly knew ye. You were horribly depressing, and scarred us all for life. I wonder if that. I wonder if. Uh, I guess maybe that turn would have been more believable if it had more time to kind of. Yeah. Like you know, percolate, and. You would think it, if yeah. they were around for like, two even th- up to three more episodes, there yeah. would definitely be more explanation of 
exploration yeah. of Joni and Flora. Yeah. And maybe also, I mean, and maybe it would have ended just as violently because, I mean, yeah. it was still such a, like, very, like, important turn mm-hmm. for Cy Tolliver, right? Like, right, for, yeah. to, to show how ruthless this mm-hmm. guy Absolutely. is prepared to be, you know, so that he can go and can, you know, and also be matched kind of, or beaten yeah. or outclassed by whoever else comes along in this show. <laughs> and yeah, like I was saying in the last episode, these two episodes kind of feel like one little mini Deadwood movie inside of it. Cause it yeah. is one two parter, you know, I mean, there is a two part, you know, there are two parts that come up too, but this one yeah. in particular, for sure. Yeah. All right. So we move on to the gem. Uh, EB kind of tells him about Miles and Flora getting killed by Cy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dan's like, that young girl had me fooled. You're dickhead, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, hey man, guilty as charged. Hey. Uh, Again, cold. Hey man, that's a cold. That's a, it's a cold splash of the truth. You might need some laudanum for that sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> Much. Much more effective than like Tiger Balm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And Al is grilling EB like, you did take that widow to the limit, didn't you? He's like, I, I offered a whole bunch of money. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the same with Jules. Yeah, like, did yeah. you get that blood? I was like, I scrubbed it real hard. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you did go to the limit. I went to the limit's precipice. <laughs> to the limit's precipice? Yeah. That's and then the, like, that's, the, that's the subtitle of this episode. Yeah. So the first title is the, uh, the, um, one we said earlier that I can't remember. The Limits Precipice. But then The or Limits the, Precipice right. is the other optional title. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, you geek, you geek looking fuck? No, yeah. You yeah, geek, you geek looking, looking fuck or The Limits Precipice. precipice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like better a better title than Bird. It's like a Bird. It's, it's like a Rocky and Bullwinkle episode. It's like a, it's like a Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah. movie. From the, yeah. The Limits Precipice. You geek looking fuck. <laughs> uh, like, Al kind of leaves him with a pretty sick burn where he's like, I guess we'll never know if those few hundred dollars you left out were the difference between us getting rich or not. And then EB like wants to barf. Yeah, <laughs> it's another one of those <laughs> moments. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, now this is a very interesting episode uh, in the Bella Union balcony between Joni and Cy. Joni's kind of out there looking out, and Cy comes up and he tries this line of like. I didn't enjoy doing any of that. I just had to look like I was enjoying it. Pe- sure. You, know, you got to keep up appearances. Because like, I, I had to do that in front of the two closest people that I work with. Yeah. Only, like, Everybody's <laughs> got to know that I killed those children. Like, It's like I ran out of gas, so I bought a new car. Like, <laughs> you didn't have to. You don't have to do all that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, uh you, know, you have to impress upon people what I'm capable of. You know, Eddie talks to everyone down there. Uh, he starts to tell her like how awful he feels that she's depressed. And they lie like, for a living, for fuck's sake! Like he could probably <laughs> lie. Like you could probably like, hey Eddie, I need you to tell them, tell everybody that I beat them bloody and senseless. <laughs> That's apparently what my grandmother did, did to all of like my brothers and uh, like my cousins. With uh, there was, I don't because I was too young, but there was one instance where like my like we were fucking around in her garden or something. We were outside and like 
she like yelled at us and she brought us into the room and she was like okay now boys you start screaming i'm gonna hit the bed <laughs> and it, was like, it, was, it was like her house though <laughs> but she was like i just want them to think that you know ah, just start screaming just start screaming because she couldn't do it herself so she was like like come on si yeah. <laughs> yeah. start hitting a watermelon and yeah. say your brain's all fucked up yeah. <laughs> like you can do the like you know the the you fold like the belt fo- over he's like a foley artist <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's a got bat. This, he's got that. He's got that like saw. Yeah. <laughs> I'm striking you with lightning. <laughs> or a can full of nails. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you slipped a disc. <laughs> <laughs> it is worth it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh boy. But. Uh, <laughs> All right, now I want you to walk out like your skull's broken, yeah. okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's telling her, like, I don't want you to be depressed. I want you to be happy all the time. And he offers her her own place. and like, you can run the place. And you, you can tell me, beat it, Cy, and I'll have to, I'll have to leave. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, I'm busy, Cy. Uh, but she's just like, Cy, you have to kill me, too, or let me go, or else I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just telling you, you can have your own place. Like, you have to mean it. Yeah. You know, uh, as that scene ends, she sees Trixie walking back to the gym. Yeah. Which we've talked before about how good the practical sets are with the characters seeing each other. And this so far is the most powerful where Joni is just grappling with like, do I keep living? Mm-hmm. I'm under the thumb of this sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. He's offering me what, but I have to fight and, and, and Trixie is at the same time. Do I mm-hmm. go with this widow's offering me a way out? Is this way out viable? Mm-hmm. Is it going to work, or should I just go back to my place where I yeah. know yeah. I should be? Like, mwah, God yeah. damn, I love yeah, this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, what's really great is like throughout that scene, we see all these other people seeing Trixie, all the people that yes. we're super concerned about. Oh her. yeah, 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 and everybody thinking because she's walking into the gym that mm-hmm. she's like, you know, giving up hope. Every yeah. that's the the whatever the misdirection. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it, just it's great like visual storytelling <clears throat> of like you know it's set up all these things and these are all the people well, except Joni doesn't really have a relationship with Trixie, but she's kind of the oh who's that? Well, and, and it's another goes, visual yeah. echo, right? Because it's yeah, another yeah. blonde exactly another blonde Adam prostitute who's forced suit, to yeah. you know sell her body both yeah. tried to commit suicide yeah absolutely yeah. and uh so she's seeing kind of a reflection of herself like you were saying yeah. and then we see people who have like you know actual like you know invested who have like emotional yeah. investment in Trixie like uh Alma Alma Caesar yeah Doc Caesar yeah Doc Caesar he's walking on the street and he just kind of stops and sees yeah. her walking back in and he god I feel so bad for Doc. Yeah. Because he, yeah. he really wanted it. You know, excuse me for being corny, but he cares for his patients and is trying to heal yeah. them. And he knows there's some things that he can't heal. Yeah. I know sure. that's corny, but I mean. I was going to give you two of them, but you did three. Oh, uh, <laughs> strike three. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's the thing I always love good about a good doctor character like that, where it's the the whole like my oath is to my patients and all that kind of yeah. that that sort of that's the I, I really like that that um, I guess it's a trope, but it's all I mean it's also true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I well, any good doctor at least was it the Hippocratic oath or whatever? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Trixie goes back into the gym and Jules scrubbing the blood stain again. She kind of says hi to Trixie. Um, well, oh, Trix- what's that line? What's Trixie's that line? like, she's got you scrubbing the floor at two in the morning, 
or he, oh, Al's, got you, got, Al's got you scrubbing the floor at two in the morning. Or he, he's got you he's, on your hands and yeah, knees. Like, I'm on my hands and knees worrying about you. Yeah. It's, yeah, it was something, God, what was the line? It was such a poetic, mm-hmm. a beautiful piece of poetry, and I don't remember exactly how it went. But it, that was, that line was really, that struck me like really yeah. hardcore, that one that Jewel said. And the, and the, the gem is a family, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so very much the opposite yeah. of the Bella Union. Even though it seems nicer and like, oh, they're a pioneering crowd. The, yeah. t- the you know, rough and tumble sort. Yeah. yeah. The Bella right. Union's got Chicago style girls, <laughs> which apparently means psychotic. <laughs> uh, we, we briefly see Alma's room again and she starts singing Row Your Row Your Boat to Sophia. Mm-hmm. Now, that song has been used throughout the show to kind of soothe the person because the first time we see it it's charlie and jane in the back of a covered wagon Mm. with singing it to sophia while she's recovering and they're kind of making her feel better by singing that the next time we see it is when sophia sings it to alma while she's trying to kick laudanum yeah like alma's in the worst place yeah uh now we have alma singing it to sophia but sophia's not this is how I read it. Mm-hmm. Sophia's like not needing soothing right now. No. Alma does. Yeah. Yeah. And it's either Alma's singing it because she wants to hear it or Alma. It's, it's kind of further showing that she has no idea what she's doing with Sophia. Right. I think it yeah. might be a little bit of both. Yeah. That it's kind of like what she wants to hear. I mean, and yeah, I don't know. Again, I don't know a lot about parenting cause I don't, I'm not a father. Um, You're but a good company. Everybody <laughs> say I'm not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a fan of parenting. Um, but yeah, that, that like that happened. You you see that a lot, right? Like the, you know, parents doing something to their children because they need it, not because the child needs it. Kind right. of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like the like the the the, the dad who in, puts his kid in football because he wants to whatever the right. mom that does this and the yeah so or like when you're nervous you're like we're gonna be fine everything's fine yeah. you're like it's okay like, I wasn't worried yeah, <laughs> yeah. or like no. you see that too where it's like a like if a toddler falls and like scrapes their knee they don't instantly cry it's the right. mom going oh my god oh my god that yeah. makes her cry that makes yeah, yeah. oh my god you're worried so clearly I have to cry like, yeah, that's like, true that, like, yeah <laughs> you remember one instant with like uh <laughs> It was my uh, brother and his ex-wife, and she had some kids, and uh, we were at some birthday party thing, and the little girl fell off, and everyone was like, oh. and yeah. she like stared up and was like, freeze, because <laughs> <laughs> like, what... <laughs> we were all just like, okay, don't make it, don't, don't do anything. Too late. <laughs> She's picked up your social cues, you stupid <laughs> <Yeah>. humans. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Alma. Oh, the time can't come quick enough that you're not in charge of a person. Um, so then Trixie goes back to all Al's room and she places the gold rock on his nightstand, which is the same as where she set the pistol down in the pilot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this time it's a lot different. Uh, it she's still like showing him that like we can move past this. This is mm-hmm. you know we're done with with this and we're just gonna have to yeah. move on. This time, instead of just like ignoring her, mm-hmm. and like the first time he ignores her, and she gets in bed, and then in the morning he like throws her mm-hmm. out. Yeah. But this time he like grabs her arm and mm-hmm. like looks at where she tried to kill herself, yeah. and he's 
trying to reach out to her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what, what's interesting about this is that, you know, he spent all this time just uh, the past, the whole season, he's just been, you know, concerned with this claim and getting this gold. And he doesn't even look at the gold. He looks at Trixie. Yeah. He just grabs her for like, you'd think he would just like, look at this and then look at her. But he just, that's what he cares about. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, like, she slaps him. I guess because she's, you know, <laughs> she's back, but she's like, fuck you for saying, yeah. you know, don't forget my place and that sort of thing. Not mm-hmm. saying yeah. that, but that, in effect. Mm-hmm. And But he also, like, smooths out the bed, mm-hmm. for, like, for a place for her to lay down. Yeah. Milch is goddamn yeah. good. And then she gets Milch. in the then she gets in the bed and she doesn't face him. She's like just no, turns her back to him. Yeah. And she gets yeah. undressed. She's totally naked, but then just like puts her back to him. This is like clear no sex happening tonight kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's in the doghouse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be naked and lay in your bed. Well, yeah. So that's that episode. Episode yeah. eight. Suffer the little children, which yeah. we never said. Yeah. But uh, suffer <laughs> the little suffer children. Suffer they did. And those little children. Yes. Oh my goodness! Did yeah. they suffer? Yeah. Any uh, closing thoughts on this episode? Uh, it was cool to <laughs> watch Deadwood again. Yeah. I haven't watched Deadwood in a really long time. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, Thanks thank you so much here. for coming. Like, uh, we're happy to get people back into Deadwood. Like, <laughs> to talk about uh, Deadwood. And... I, uh, I, uh, it's Deadwood is my own gospel that I like to spread. Mm-hmm. And get Tight. people to get uh, get back get backsliders back in the flock. Yeah. You know what? When I think about, it, I'm trying to remember. I may, oh, I may have watched Rome before I watched Deadwood, but mm-hmm. it was, if not the first, the second HBO drama right. that, I, that I watched. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like, and I went back and watched Six Feet Under, which was great because then I was like, all these Deadwood actors are in Six Feet Under. <laughs> like, uh, you know, and then I was convinced for a while that oh well, HBO just reuses actors, and then they they did. Well, I mean, kind of. Yeah, that's yeah. it's a stock company. Yeah, I, was, I, I love stuff like. I mean, maybe I just yeah. love because I'm like, oh yeah, all these actors staying employed. Yeah. You know, I mean, one day that'll be me. Michael K. Williams, <laughs> yeah. he's separate life with hbo oh dude i mean he's never not gonna be in an hbo show never not gonna have work with hbo yeah and it's always cool too to see like especially those older shows when it's like folks who have gone on to be like again Kristen bell like Mm -hmm, like something like that like uh you know what is it jk simmons was in oz right yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. and you're like yeah the fact that like i don't know who the hell he was and Mm -hmm. now he's Later on in the series, Sarah Paulson shows up, and she's yeah. a bona fide TV star now. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Sarah yeah. Paulson. I mean, uh, again, Skyler from Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah. Is, <laughs> yes. Spoiler alert! But that's uh, Seth Bullock's wife. Yeah, and, yeah. And a gun. Yeah, yeah and a gun. Yeah. I mean, and it, it's always like it, you're like, oh, look at my old friends, and they're so young and hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, uh, are they hungry? Who know? Who could ever guess that Ian McShane would go on to such heights as Hot Rod and Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, uh, Ian that's all right. McShane, he's so awesome. You gotta like, you gotta feed the monkey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And again, it's like what I'm like. Oh, poor Ian McShane. He's not invented anything so great as Deadwood since Deadwood. And you're like that poor him. He's probably a fucking multi-millionaire. He's in Pirates of the Caribbean, and and also no he, one's been in anything as good as yeah. Deadwood. Yeah, he got exactly. To be, he got to be in Deadwood and play like few <clears throat> actors are as lucky to have a role of a lifetime. Yeah, oh, exactly. God, yeah. To show their full range. Exactly. You know, and he's had a he's had a few too i mean i haven't really seen kings but uh, <laughs> i was just thinking you about what <laughs> well a new but podcast we're gonna watch <laughs> all the we're kings watch all the kings everything <laughs> Ian, McSh- Ian mcshane cast all nine episodes yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I, I, yeah, I need to make a movie and put Miles in it. I mean, I feel feel bad. For that <laughs> yeah, <dude>. we need. <laughs> we need to all write a movie and produce it and cast Miles first. We need to correct uh, history's greatest yeah. injustice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck that agent. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, Chris, thank you so much for coming. It was great to have another perspective on, especially someone who knows actors a bit more better than we do. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It was yeah. super fun having you. Where can people? What do you want people to be on the lookout for? Uh, well, let me think. I was. Um, I don't know that I have anything coming up. Oh, I have. Um, so my girlfriend and I, uh, we have a, a, a photography series called. Uh, a, 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 sorry, an exhibition series is called Flats. Uh, we've done three of these so far. The next one's going to be March 11th uh, in the Heights. And we currently have um, a sort of retrospective of our pat of our 2016 shows up at El Bambi, and that's going to be going on for about a month. We opened it last Saturday, and so it's going to be there for like a month and a bunch of cool stuff. It's all photography. The whole idea is it's all Houston-based uh, photographers, and it's all you know, it's kind of this way for them to kind of for photographers to connect and show their work in front of people who are interested in photography, and also to kind of like take fine art out of the lofty places that yeah. it sometimes can get into right where you think i could own original art you're like no you can own original <laughs> art dude it's perfectly fine uh but yeah um check out mockingbird like i said and uh for all those folks who most kindly subscribed if you don't mind leaving a review uh leaving you know star reviewed comments uh go to mockingbirdnetwork.com for the rest of our shows check out my baseball podcast throwing junk uh, also, if you're in Houston every Monday, I'm doing an improv show with my troupe. Uh, we're doing a show at Rec Room uh, Mondays at 7 o'clock. But that's it for this week. We'll see you guys next week for episode 9, which I believe is No Other Sons or Daughters. Uh, could be right, could be wrong. No <laughs> one knows. Geek looking fuck. Geek looking fuck. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. All right. Mockingbird Network.